Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. Hey, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about nuclear fusion. Why don't we start with this question? What is nuclear fusion and how is it significant to us? Nuclear fusion is fascinating. It's the process that powers the sun and all the other stars. So nuclear fusion specifically is the process of taking two atoms and smashing them together. What happens is this creates a brand new element, but more importantly, it produces a ton of energy. So for example, we could take some hydrogen atoms, smash them together, and make helium. And helium isn't dangerous to the environment, and we're actually running out of it. So it being a byproduct would actually be a pretty cool bonus. But like I said earlier, it has the potential to generate a massive amount of really clean energy anywhere in the world. And currently, our fusion generators aren't, let's say, efficient enough to produce enough energy to counteract the amount that's needed for things like containment on a reasonable scale. But there's a lot of hope that we get there. Now, when we talk about nuclear energy today, we mean something different. Uh, We mean fission, right? Uh, Yes, yes. Nuclear fission and nuclear fusion are both processes that release a large amount of energy, uh, but they are quite different in how they do so. So fission is the process of splitting the nucleus of an atom into actually two or more smaller nuclei, uh, also releasing a ton of energy in the process. And this is the process that powers uh, the traditional nuclear power plants. In, in fission, you, you, know, you, you basically uh, start with a heavy atom, such as like a uranium or a plutonium, and bombard it with a neutron, which causes the atom to actually become unstable and split into two smaller atoms, and also releasing a lot of energy in the form of heat and radiation. So in essence, it's kind of actually like the opposite effect uh, to fusion. And one of the key differences is the byproduct that gets created then. Yes, yes. That's because the main difference between nuclear fission and nuclear fusion is the type of atom originally being used as fuel, and obviously the conditions required to make uh, such a reaction happen. Fission requires a very heavy atom and also relatively low temperatures and pressures to be achieved. While on the other hand, fusion requires very very light atoms and also incredibly high temperatures and pressures. So what all this means is that the waste produced by nuclear fission is very radioactive and has a much longer half-life compared to the waste produced by nuclear fusion, which is less radioactive and also has a shorter half-life. Now, fusion has been around for a long time, but recently it's been in the news quite a lot. What is the significance of reaching what they've been calling uh, ignition of nuclear fusion? Oh, that's right. Yes, it has been making the news. We you know, made a huge step in basically a decades-long attempt to solve the world's energy problems. If I were to really distill it down to just four big milestones that need to be achieved uh, to make generation by fusion reactors, reactors a reality, it would be, number one, achieve fusion. Number two, get that fusion to set off other fusion. Number three, get all of that fusion to basically release more energy than it required to start it. And then finally, four, harness that energy and obviously still have more than you started with uh, after any kind of losses. 
So, you know, step one, that whole idea of just achieving some basic fusion is actually comparatively easy, easy. And believe it or not, we first did it all the way back in 1932. And I believe even a 12 year old recently broke a record by being the youngest to achieve fusion, um, probably in his like garage or something. Oh, wow. And in 2022, we achieved step number two. <laughs> That's right. That's right. In 2022, we finally achieved step two. The breakthrough is that we finally got fusion to set off more fusion, uh, kind of like a chain reaction. This is a big deal, but you know, fusion is still far from being fully solved. Uh, the same experiment only released 70% of the energy that went into it. So we are now closer to step three, but you know, just not quite there yet. To talk about it in a explain like a five analogy, imagine we're trying to cook our dinner over a campfire, right? And for decades, we've been able to get newspaper burning, but have been really struggling to get any sticks on fire. So now we finally got some sticks to catch on fire. And also that fire lights other uh, wooden sticks. But now we still need to work on building and maintaining a fire kind of long enough to cook anything with. I like that analogy and I uh, love that we end on that note with an ELI-5 explanation of nuclear fusion. Thank you very much, Kevin. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got comments and suggestions. And if you're a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps other people to find and discover our podcast. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.